Good morning, I'm Sharla Freeland from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Monday, February 22nd. In today's news, the White House reiterates teacher vaccinations are not a prerequisite for reopening schools, and Texas Senator Ted Cruz is trying to repair his public image following an ill-timed trip to Mexico. But first, the big idea. White House officials say President Biden is eager to visit Texas as it deals with ongoing emergencies as a result of last week's winter storm. Officials say Biden could head down there as soon as this week. The Post, Paulina Ferrauzzi, Amy B. Wang, and Peter Warwiski report that millions of Texans are grappling with water restrictions, spiking energy bills, and other crises in the wake of the storm. 58 deaths have been linked to the Arctic outbreak last week, and the vast majority of those have occurred in Texas. As of noon Sunday, more than 11 million Texans were under orders to boil tap water before drinking it. According to figures from the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality, another 120,000 remained without water because public water utilities were crippled in the cold. Experts are blaming the state's lightly regulated energy markets for the extraordinarily high utility bills customers are seeing, many of which spiked when the storm caused power shortages. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says Biden is very mindful of the fact that it's not easy for a president to travel to a disaster area and he does not want to take away resources or attention. Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner said that Biden is certainly welcome to come now, saying he would not be a distraction or a burden. The storm, which has killed people in at least eight states, also knocked out power for millions in brutally cold weather. Many of those who considered themselves lucky because their lights stayed on are now facing jaw-dropping electric bills because they opted for one of the state's increasingly popular variable rate plans, which offers a potentially lower-cost alternative to traditional fixed-rate energy payments. But in a crisis situation such as this, customers can be saddled with outsized bills, One company, Gritty, says it was forced to raise its prices as much as 300 times the normal wholesale rate, meaning a typical $2 a day household could face more than $600 in daily charges. The Electric Reliability Council of Texas, or ERCOT, which manages about 90% of the state's electric load, is facing state investigation and two lawsuits arguing that its failure to prepare for extreme cold left residents freezing and in the dark. Texas Attorney General Kim Paxton said Friday that he was launching an investigation into how ERCOT and power companies had grossly mishandled the winter storm. With Biden signing a major disaster declaration that will give much of the state access to reserves of federal aid, Republican Congressman Michael McCall of Texas suggests that the federal assistance be used to help those facing spiking power bills. The White House's disaster declaration followed similar state of emergency notices in Louisiana and Oklahoma, which will allow the general public and business owners to apply for temporary housing grants, home repair loans, and other emergency aid. In recent days, the Federal Emergency Management Agency has provided generators, food, water, and other supplies statewide. And that's the big idea. Here are two other stories that should be on your radar. The Biden administration is doubling down on their stance that teachers do not need to be vaccinated against the coronavirus before schools can reopen. In a Sunday interview on ABC, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki echoed guidelines released earlier this month by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. 
The guidelines state that vaccinating teachers is not a prerequisite for reopening school, though it is advised that teachers have priority access to coronavirus vaccines. The Post's Amy B. Wang and Peter Wariski report that this stance has put the Biden administration at odds with some teachers' unions that have insisted members will not return to the classroom until they receive the vaccine. This issue of teacher safety has become another inflection point of ongoing debates about when and how schools could safely reopen for in-person learning. For weeks, White House officials have given conflicting answers about whether teachers needed to be vaccinated before schools are reopened. During the ABC interview, Saki said there are a number of steps that can be taken to keep teachers safe, and vaccinating is one of them. She went on to list other measures, including smaller class sizes, spacing children out on school buses, providing personal protective equipment to schools, and making testing facilities more available. When he took office last month, President Biden said that he wanted the majority of American schools reopened within the first 100 days of his term. He has since clarified that goal by saying he wants most students in kindergarten through eighth grade returning to in-person learning five days a week. When asked Sunday if that goal was still realistic, Saki stated that it remains the White House's objective, but in order to make it happen, schools need more money to make the necessary improvements and hire more personnel to reopen safely. She once again called on Congress to pass the president's proposed $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package, $130 billion of which would be directed to investments in school facilities. Republicans have criticized the size of Biden's COVID-19 relief plan. Many of them are questioning the necessity of the money intended for school reopenings in the bill. This weekend, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, a Republican, accused teachers' unions, specifically the American Federation of Teachers, of derailing Biden's efforts to reopen schools. AFT President Randy Weingarten defended her members on Sunday's Meet the Press. She said nearly three-quarters of them have reported being fearful that they will bring the coronavirus home. She agreed that not every teacher has to be vaccinated before you open, but stressed that her members are fearful of the risk. Dr. Anthony Fauci also weighed in on the safety of school reopenings, making several media appearances on Sunday. Fauci said that teachers should be prioritized among essential personnel for vaccination, but that the downward trend of community infections might help teachers in schools to make more informed decisions in the weeks ahead. Number two. Republican Senator Ted Cruz of Texas spent the weekend trying to rehabilitate his image after he was seen returning from a trip to Cancun, Mexico, while Texas was facing a statewide emergency. On Saturday, Cruz posted photos of himself passing out pallets of water bottles to Texans struggling without clean water. On Sunday, he expressed outrage at the skyrocketing utility bills, calling for regulatory action. But Cruz's tweets in the wake of his trip have further fanned the flames of criticism. Using the hashtag TexasStrong, Cruz posted photos of himself wearing a mask with the Texas flag on it, distributing water bottles and shaking hands. In additional photos, he's seen in close contact with first responders serving them barbecue. Immediately after his initial post, responses flooded in condemning Cruz for disregarding federal guidance. My colleague Merrill Cornfield reports that Cruz flew back to Texas from Cancun on Thursday after outrage about his tropical travels boiled over. Current guidance advises against traveling to Mexico because of the high number of coronavirus cases and also recommends that travelers stay home for seven days once they've returned to reduce the spread of the virus. 
According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, people who travel from Mexico should also get tested for coronavirus three to five days after their trip. On Sunday, Cruz shared a Dallas Morning News article about Texans facing skyrocketing electric bills, which were widely blamed on the state's unregulated independent power grid. This is wrong, wrote the senator. No power company should get a windfall because of a natural disaster. State and local regulators should act swiftly to prevent this injustice. Critics quickly seized on Cruz's comments, pointing out his past defense of private companies over governance. A 2019 tweet from Cruz resurfaced that reads, quote, Success of Texas energy is no accident. It was built over many years on principles of free enterprise and low regulation. We work to export this recipe for success to more and more states so that all Americans enjoy the same prosperity. That's The Daily 202 for Monday, February 22nd. I'm Sharla Freeland. Thanks for listening.